0: Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 240 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. A new convention is taking place this weekend in northern Oklahoma. Ayakashi Con begins Saturday in the Blackwell Event Center and runs through Sunday. The celebration of anime includes a gaming center and costume contest. Joining me to talk about Ayakashi Khan is organizer Tanya McCoy, who we last had on in episode 143. Tanya, welcome back to the show.
1: Hi, thanks for having me back.
0: I I understand this isn't the only convention going on in Blackwell this weekend.
1: Uh, No, actually, it started out as our paranormal conference, so Mm -hmm. our, our annual paranormal conference that we have. And about six weeks ago, I just got a wild thought and said hey you know some of the other conventions we know that were due to happen you know next month and the month after got postponed again so i was like i've had this huge event center and this big venue so why not go ahead and just open it up and let some anime come in and Give them a little more to do too because a lot of them actually uh cross over into the paranormal field as well
0: sure so. and and a lot of anime uh, even even without the pandemic a lot of anime conventions have been canceled postponed and so this would be a great opportunity for them
1: yeah and it, it is and a lot of people were so disappointed because they've worked you know through the whole pandemic basically mm-hmm. on their costumes for these things only to find out you know last minute hey it's canceled now we have nothing to do over the summer so uh, I spoke with Charles, like with the city of Blackwall, who I've been coordinating our paranormal conference with and said, hey, what do you think about this? Because they were trying to get us to bring stuff up into that area. And of course, he's also in anime. So he was absolutely 100 percent down. I'm like, great. That gives me six weeks to plan something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not huge, uh, but we do have interest that's building daily on this. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just trying to to make it good on both sides. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little confusing at first, but after having a a meeting with my team, we sat down and said, hey, we may look at doing this in the future again and adding in other aspects and changing it to, instead of our uh, Paracon Oklahoma, maybe something like Oklahoma Underground, where it's all a bunch of different Mm -hmm. enthusiasts that come together that all kind of like the strange and unusual you know, the not the everyday run of the mill kind of thing.
0: More the dark side of fandom.
1: Basically, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, not not in a bad way. I mean, in a, in a, in a good way, maybe it's kind of more of the alternative, some, something that's not just your mainstream Comic-Con.
1: Right, right. And that's that's what we're looking at. It's just a mixture of different things. And almost, it's still so new in my head, it's hard to explain. Really uh, and I've my brain's been twisting around it for weeks now just trying to make sure both sides get covered in interest. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah well we're gonna have some little paranormal celebs there and we're gonna have people walking around in costumes so <laughs> it'll be a little different from my paranormal side of peeps but I still think it's gonna be fun
0: And do, don't you feel if maybe this after the first one after you do this first one that it'll you'll be able because you'll be able to get input from the, the people who are attending about what you could maybe do and add to next year.
1: Right. Right. And that's, that is what we're hoping with. And luckily I have my daughter who's been on that side for 10 years since she was an early team in costumes. And when I actually approached her, I'm like, what do you think about this? And she's like, you don't have time, mom. You can't, <laughs> it can't be done. I said, watch me.
0: Hold so, my Yes,
1: It's being done. Um, and, like I said, hopefully everybody's going to enjoy it, and a lot of things I'm seeing is you know people are tagging friends and they're like, "Yes, it's the Paranormal and anime, you know so they're all hyped about that. so you know, I just started doing a little research, tried to find a good little anime name that would cross with Paranormal, and came up with the Akash- uh, Akashi con
0: what what is, what is that? Tell me about that.
1: So I was trying to find a word in Japanese that meant ghost or as close Mm -hmm. to it as I could. It was really cool too. So this one actually stands for, it's it's a ghost or a person or something that has died at sea that Mm -hmm. actually tries to make someone else join them in the afterworld. So that's one definition of it. Another definition is spook lights. So okay. it's the same type cryptid creature, but on land, uh, that takes place in like misty areas on mountains that try to detour you and have you have them join you in the afterlife. So it's kind of a sinister ghost mm-hmm. in this in that aspect. But the name was really cool, and it was cryptid and ghosty, so it kind of just blended perfectly.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's certain whenever we deal with the, the paranormal, there's always that kind of. Uh, so that creepy side that, that kind of can also, also be a little bit malevolent side that, that that's mm-hmm. going to creep into the conversation.
1: Right, right. And I knew, uh, even when I started doing research, I did see that they had some actual anime cartoons with even that name kind of attached Ooh. to it. So it, it just it did fit. So, and I liked the sound of it. I thought
0: it sounded cool. <laughs> so It's a wonderful name. Did, did, as you, as you've changed the name, you kind of mentioned that it's going to be side by side with paranormal con, have the people who've reacted to it on Facebook and, and other social media kind of thought, Oh, well then I might change the way I bring my character or the bring my costume.
1: I haven't heard any of that yet. But like I said, it's still so new mm-hmm. with all of this. And that side is just now really kind of starting to flare. So the words getting out and I'm, you know, I'm seeing people buy the tickets now and I'm seeing people talk about, Oh, we need to do this. So I know it's spreading. I see it growing bigger in the future. Blackwell is a tiny town. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like 700 people, but the venue is huge. The venue is it. Holds, I want to say, up to about 1500. Wow. Which is, yeah, it's small with some anime conventions, but for right now where we're at, that's actually really good. So I have a lot of different vendors coming in. I have both uh, paranormal side and psychics and crystals and authors. And then I also have anime um, vendors and their artists coming in. And I have right now, four I want to say four speakers four to five speakers locked in that can do anime talks so I know you know Jeff Jeff will be mm-hmm. uh, Jeff, Provine. Jeff Provine yes he, dear he friend he will be speaking on yep my co-author mm-hmm. he'll uh he'll be speaking on both sides oh great. this year so one day he'll be speaking about the paranormal the next day he's going to be speaking about his comic mm-hmm. his comic line so um he's gonna cross over a little bit one of my other girls who talks about cryptid and folklore is also a digital artist and she works. Um, that's what she's done all her life. So she will be talking about how to promote your, your artwork and things like that and get it out there on your own business style. Uh, I have another young lady that's coming in. That's I guess very popular with costumes from what my daughter tells me, who's going to be coming in and doing costumes for us talking with that side of it. Uh, and I have another comic, um, gentleman who writes comics, edits, and all of that, that'll also be talking. So that's some of our our speakers with that. I have um, a gaming system group that's coming in. They'll be setting up tables with uh, all the online gaming, and then we will set up some areas to where if people want to come in and, you know, do the Pokemon cards and all the other card kind of games they can do that as well. So they'll have their own gaming kind of area as well.
0: That's wonderful. And, and, and what kind of, uh, did I see something mention of Dungeons and Dragons possibly being played there?
1: I would love to get some D and D in there. Um, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to provide the space. Mm -hmm. So I'll push it out there and say, Hey, if you guys want to come in and do this, I, I can't set it up personally. I don't know how to set all of that part up, but, I'll get the areas ready and have you know people that say, yeah, maybe I want to do this. It's going to be available. Come on in, come do it.
0: Well, in a perfect world, all you need is table. (laughs) In a perfect world, all you need is a table, and they can bring their own stuff.
1: Yep, and I have a ton of those, so (laughs) that that area will be provided. There'll be a gaming area for anybody that just wants to sit down and play games like that with one another. Then you know come in, have fun. It's air conditioned. It's a new facility there. It's on their fairgrounds. We have a, a barbecue place. That's really good there. That's coming in and serving food directly inside. So oh nobody my. has to even leave the building if they want to. And then of course, Saturday night and even my, um, my Akashi con group, if they want to join the investigation, they can do the investigation side as well. So there's actually literally three tickets you can buy to this. Uh, anywhere from just daytime passes to including the nighttime investigation or the vendor area itself is also open free to the public.
0: That's wonderful. What What are the what are the costs for the tickets?
1: Um, tickets are $40 mm-hmm. that covers both days. And then if you do the gold ticket, which includes the nighttime investigation, that one goes up to 100. And we're very limited on those. Those are almost mm-hmm. completely sold out now. And then that's going to have our guest speakers, which is going to be Chris and Mike from the Tennessee Wraith Chasers uh, Haunted Towns Travel Channel.
0: That's wonderful. And what? tell me about this investigation. What goes on with that?
1: So with the investigation, it's not going to be kind of one of our normals where we're sitting in one location for four hours. It's going to be you're going to go into three to four different locations. So it's a rotation. You'll go with a group of people and you will rotate. Um, to each location and one of the locations you go to will have the boys to where you get to sit down with them, watch them actually investigate with you, use the equipment we have um, and just kind of, you know, see what it's like mm-hmm. to do an investigation. It's not going to be as intense as a private one where, you know, you have less people, it's quieter, but it's still in actual haunted locations, So it's fun. And a lot of people just tend to really enjoy it.
0: Which is why there's limited seating on this or seating, uh, yeah. limited spaces for this.
1: Right, right, I don't, and your groups usually run anywhere from f- maybe fifteen ish i've I've had other event or I've been to other events where they've gone up to at least thirty in a group. I'm hoping not to shoot for that high mm-hmm. when you rotate through um it just all depends on cost and yeah. everything as to how many tickets I have to sell for that to cover overhead, but it's like I said, it's still a fun experience. Everybody gets to sit around, see a couple of different locations. And one of our locations we are doing, we actually have investigated privately a couple of times. We were called in by the owner. And when she rented this building, which is an old, old historic building in the downtown, and it's all within walking distance, literally everything they're doing is within walking distance. Um, she had moved this bookshelf out. And when she did, there was a stain going down the wall. And she thought it was kind of weird because it looked like blood, old, old blood. And so when we went in, I looked at it and I'm like, it kind of actually looks like a handprint sliding down the wall. So we ended up taking a sample and we took it to the Langston University lab, which they have an FBI style lab there. And they tested it. It did come back human A
0: oh my god wow And we
1: have had crazy activity in that building we don't know where the blood came from we don't know why it was hidden behind a wall or hidden in the wall but like bookshelves in front of it like put into the wall hidden um and in that area it's just a high activity area so we truly believe somebody was murdered there we haven't Mm -hmm. figured out how or why yet But uh, that that investigation actually kind of sparked another interest for us as the paranormal. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, I'm going on both here. Yeah, that's
0: oh yes, Um, yes, I figured it'd be crossover.
1: (laughs) Um, It got us started thinking. We're like, you know, there's a lot of us that are actually into true crime. Mm -hmm. So why don't we take our paranormal team? And of course, I teach a class at Francis Tuttle, and one of my students in my class. Is a retired detective from edmund and then some of my other associates actually teach at langston and uh, they teach criminal justice and all of that so i'm like why don't we actually start a true crime team that crosses with the paranormal mm-hmm. so that's one of our new things we're actually going to be forming is going to be a true crime solving slash paranormal team because a lot of the places we go to are places that have had murders that have had something traumatic so just like this one we're going to see if we can find some more history on it see if we can figure out maybe whose blood that is mm-hmm. what happened uh, and I know there's several un, unsolved crimes around Oklahoma so we're looking at branching out which would actually be Oklahoma's first kind of true crime team
0: yeah it's not unusual to see the the mixture between paranormal and and true and crimes because I mean you need them both sometimes to solve the mystery because sometimes there were no witnesses except for the person right. who was killed.
1: Right. And it's yeah, it's just, it's very interesting. So, and I, some of the cases we've been called into, when we go to research, we figure out, and we find out, hey, there was actually a murder at this house. This is why the paranormal activity is happening. You know, and those are, you know, solved crimes, but we just have such interest in, you know, true crime that it kind of sparked, another little flare for us. So.
0: <laughs> that's wonderful. I love the fact that you guys are branching out. That's fantastic. So you, so the, the $40 for the conventions, that's, that's for both you. Just, you basically get to go to either the paranormal or you can kind of go back and forth.
1: Yep. Yeah, I actually, I was, what I was going to do originally was have paranormal talking on one side, vendors in the middle, and then Akashicon on the other. And, then my daughter was like, that seems kind of weird, mom. So let's just blend them. So I've actually done the lineup to where um, on each day there's going to be speakers that are going to be talking about Bigfoot, UFO, uh, paranormal, ghost side, um, UFO and aliens, folklore. But then we're also talking about costumes. We're also <laughs> talking about, you know, all this anime stuff. So it's a mixture. Now it'll be like, so many speakers with the paranormal and then we're going to throw in the So They're all going to be in the same area that way they don't have to choose, you know, Hey, maybe we're talking about Bigfoot right now, but somebody's talking about costumes over here and we want to mm-hmm. hear both. So we've just blended it all.
0: Well, I think y'all are like the uh, people who put peanut butter and chocolate together. The, the first time someone is, Oh no, those, those two won't go together at all. And then, you know, mm-hmm. Took the took the you know desert world does the chocolate world by storm with Reese's, but that's the kind of I mean that's I feel like this is something that why didn't we think of this before because paranormal paranormal and anime could actually match very well together.
1: Yeah, and I I have I've got that a lot and. You know, I even before I even started this, I reached out to Jeff and I'm like, mm-hmm. Jeff, what do, you, what do you think about this? Because I, I know. And I said this lovingly. Jeff is a nerd. Oh, yeah. He's into all of this. Right. So he, if anybody I would know, would really know how this blends. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that crosses over so well. So I'm like, cool. OK, so let's try this. Let's let's see how this goes. So it's been a little hard finding speakers and stuff last minute for the Akashicon. Um but I do, I did have some people step up and said, Hey, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, sweet, you know, let's, let's make it work. Let's make it happen. So.
0: And it's a lot I'm easier excited. after your first year to get these people. Cause they want to see how it goes first.
1: Right. Right. And we will be shooting some lives. Uh, I plan on doing some lives directly from it. We may even shoot. Um, it depends on a time factor. So uh, one of my speakers and team members, Keisha and I do a little, Facebook Live thing for paranormal people mm-hmm. called um, Spirits and Booze. And it's basically we sit there and we talk about all things paranormal while we're drinking.
0: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> so we, we try to have a different drink every time we do it. And, you know, we talk about different things. And I think Mothman is one of our next ones we're going to be talking about too, but I want to kind of maybe do a short segment of that just to promo some of the convention and show some live feeds with the convention to show people what it's going to be like in the future. And we're already planning next year. So my daughter's already, already putting stuff out there. She's like, I'm going to just do this mom and we're going to do (laughs) so. So we'll be pushing for next year to, to make it even bigger and better. And, um, may still keep it in Blackwell next year. It's what we're shooting for depending on numbers um, and how how big it goes. We have access to the entire Fairground event Center and they Mm -hmm. actually have several buildings there. So we can grow it as big as we want. And the good thing with that is it is literally right on that Kansas border. Mm -hmm. So we have Oklahoma, Kansas, uh, Arkansas, Missouri, all right there. And it has such a long, long history um as far as even the paranormals concerned, and it's just closer access to more people to where they can there's not a whole lot going up in there. there's mm-hmm. really not um up in that area so and they're smaller they have hotels that are cheaper, so you're not paying two hundred dollars a night for a hotel. We've got them booked for fifty fifty five dollars a night
0: that's awesome, yeah. So, yeah, you know, people price. can
1: afford to go spend two nights at a convention without having to put a big chunk change down. And and the town's been very accommodating, very helpful, pushing everything in the paper, everything on social media. So I think it's going to be really good. I'm looking very forward to it. I'm very stressed right now because we're in the final running. It's been fun, you know, because you have to deal with everyday life while planning all of this. And that's been a little crazy, but in the end I I know it'll be fun and we're all going to have a really good time and then hopefully next year I was really hoping for this year to do like a masquerade ball or something Mm -hmm. didn't get to it this year in time next year definitely going to have either a a big old dance or rave or something along that line for everybody to come in
0: but there will be a costume contest right
1: costume on both days actually okay
0: great tell me about that we're
1: doing um we are going to do a costume. I don't know how many we're going to get, mm-hmm. you know, with costumes. I'm, I'm going to dress up, which yeah. is going to be kind of different. And I can't even tell my first costume because it's a special one. It's, I've not told anybody even in my group um, what I'm going to be the first day. Um, but we are doing costume contests both days. And it's not going to be huge prizes, but it will be like gift baskets with mm-hmm. different little things in it, plus free passes for next year. Oh, Nice. And, you know, kind of along that line and probably make them a judge for next year on the mm-hmm. costume contest. So and I know people put so much time and effort into their costumes. I didn't want to just do one day. Mm-hmm. So you get two shots That's at with wonderful. your costume. So and I'm putting those right in the midday because I know most don't get there at 10 o'clock in the morning because it takes forever to put these costumes on. Yeah. I've had to watch my daughter do mm-hmm. it for years. Um, it's more midday and it's right after one of the Akashi Khan speakers talk. So they'll, you know, have the whole costume. And during that time, the paranormal people can sit and watch it or they can go out to the vendor section and do whatever they want to do there, get a reading, buy a book, mm-hmm. whatever. So there'll be something for everyone to keep you entertained all day
0: is it was paracon that wasn't always in blackwell did it wasn't was it el reno elk city where was it before
1: uh, i had it last time was in el reno the oh, last el reno, couple okay. of times uh we've had it in el reno um i moved it there because the city was working with us and giving us grants to help bring that that population in and help promote their area And then I've had one in Oklahoma City, and I've had one small one. One of the first ones I ever did was in Yukon. Mm -hmm. So it has varied a little. Sorry, my internet says it's a little unstable. There it goes. Um, But usually in El Reno, just because I had more haunted locations there, I have had one in Guthrie before because I had quite a few locations to use at that time. So it's changed up a little bit. We've not really, and I don't know, some of my team are talking about wanting to keep it more centralized again, but I kind of find some of the smaller places like that charming.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I don't know. We're, we'll still play with, with where and when, but I still kind of like it up in that area for right now.
0: Yeah. Well, it's centralized for Oklahoma. I mean, if you brought it down into Oklahoma City, the metro area, yeah, it's more centralized for Oklahoma, but it's not, It Blackwell almost becomes more central for the entire U.S.,
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it is, it's actually almost a four corners area up in there. So, you know, with the Kansas Arkansas, Missouri, it's all right there. Mm -hmm. Colorado. Yeah. And I have speakers that are coming from Texas. I have speakers that are coming from Kansas. I have speakers that are coming from Arkansas. So I, I, it's just, I don't know. It, It depends on how, how much it develops. I see it developing more. Mm mm-hmm. um, I definitely got a little fire lit under me when I started thinking about it. And I called, you know, my bestie and she's like, Oh, God, please don't tell me you have another idea. Like, <laughs> yep, do She hates it when I do that. She stresses the minute I say, Hey, what do you think about she hates that that from me. I do it often. But, you know, creators, ADHD, I can't help it.
0: Yeah. And and I think it's a wonderful idea. Have you heard, have you, you said you've gotten some kind of reactions on social media? What, what kind of reactions are you getting from people?
1: A lot of people, like I said, are tagging other people. Like, can you believe this? Hey, look, it's both of our interests. Yay! You know what? We got to do this. We got to do this. And so I've seen a lot of positive. I've had one negative foo-foo um, <clears throat> that commented because he's up in that area and he's like, I've never heard about this. Well, how much is the passes? I said, well, it's forty dollars. Well, that's just too much. And I'm like, you don't know what it costs to put these things on. Yeah, I usually do not make a profit. I usually lose money when mm-hmm. I put on these things. So, you know, there's overhead, dude. I don't. I don't know yeah. else to oh, tell you. Yeah. So he's like, well, you know, unless it's some big one, and da da da. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> yeah. first time ever doing it. It's not going to be big. Six weeks to put it together. Not going to be big. But this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. This is what we're hoping for, you know, and I tried to explain that. And it's just like, you know,
0: you're, you're never going to get some of the people. You're never yeah. going to get everybody yeah. happy. There's no way. And plus, but it's, it's OK. It's, it's, I, we
1: want the people that are going to be happy to be there.
0: Yeah. And it's it's a great <laughs> so. way to be in the ground level of something like this. It's going to be fantastic. And and uh, what are the hours that you guys are running Saturday and Sunday?
1: Um, so the speaking part itself runs 10 to 6. Uh, we open doors for our vendors to come set up i'm going to be there probably about seven o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. um dying at seven o'clock <laughs> in the morning after friday night getting ready um doors will open to the public around 9 a.m maybe 8 30 ish and that's when we'll start giving them their badges checking them in um and letting them kind of come in and mosey around 10 o'clock i'll do the opening greeting basically um and then about 10 30 is uh we start actual speakers talking. That's wonderful. And then the costume contest is between two and three in the afternoon.
0: That's fantastic. And where can people find out more information about this?
1: So you can go on to our website, which is OKLPA.com. So the first three letters of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. P for paranormal, A for association.com. Uh, that's our website. And you can buy all the different tickets there. Um, I still have people trying to get vendor booths right now. Wow. I think I just had somebody buy a vendor booth yesterday. Um, Excuse me. Um, So they can get that there. They can find us on Facebook, of course. Uh, If they're on our meetup, they can do that as well. If they look up the Oklahoma Paranormal Association on meetup, there's still some stuff available there. Uh, But mainly through our website is Mm going to be our, our main spot. There is tickets for uh, Akashi Khan on stub wire. I believe I have it on stub wire for that one, but that one is just the day passes. You can't do the investigation site on that one.
0: Right. Do you do, uh, we're recording this on Tuesday. I'm going to drop this in, in just a couple of hours, but do you still need volunteers?
1: Oh, anybody that wants to help can, um, I'm, I'm down with, you know, anybody help. I have a lot of people offering to help, mm-hmm. but on the, um, the Akashi, uh bleh, I just lost mm-hmm. my train of thought. Sorry, on the um, the Akisha Khan side, Akisha Khan. I always put Keisha's name in it. Sorry, she's one of my <laughs> team members. On the Akashi Khan side, I have been actually putting it out there, saying, "Hey guys, give me ideas, give mm-hmm. me suggestions, tell me what you want, tell me what you want to see." So yeah, if if there's anybody out there, hit me up, send me an email, let me know. You know what you're interested in doing. And I'm more than happy to, to listen to any suggestions.
0: Good deal. And it's going to be, it sounds like a lot of fun. And really the the biggest deal is, is that we're going to be able to know after this, how to make it even better, bigger, stronger.
1: Exactly. And that is my goal. I I really do plan on trying to grow this every year and adding in different aspects, even further in, we may even just mesh in some true crime.
0: Yeah. Just put it all together. Just have it. I, again, I think, I think this is, is a great it a different again something different from just your bright and and big comic-con something a little bit more on the alternative side that i think a lot of people in oklahoma are kind of thirsty for
1: yeah and and it i was actually surprised i usually do a vendor booth at um tokyo Mm -hmm. and when i go i do the metaphysical stuff i sell you know crystals and herbs and stone i was selling out that's Mm -hmm. how much these people are interested Mm -hmm in that side the paranormal side or the metaphysical side so all of that's just gotten so big that all of it really did just kind of mesh and that's why i actually thought about it when i started thinking i'm like you know literally at my booth at uh, a couple years ago at tokyo i almost sold out of stuff and i had to go make more that saturday night so i knew the interest was there in that community so that's just, like I said, that's kind of some of the stuff we're going to be pulling in. And, and we might even be bringing in more metaphysical stuff to that next time, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, everything else that that people are getting into. And good Lord, TikTok is killing some of the stuff in the metaphysical world. But yeah. <laughs> I'd like to actually teach people properly. Yes, exactly. Some yes. Of that stuff. Yes. And please, please don't follow some of the TikTok stuff. That's right. So, come,
0: come to the professionals who've been doing it for years and know what they're talking about first.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Teaching. It's all about teaching.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Tanya, anything else you can think of that you want to make sure you mention?
1: Oh, goodness. I can't think of anything. Of course, my head's spinning. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I'm not sleeping at night. I literally got (laughs) maybe two hours of sleep before this. Do I make up really fast? (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so much going on it's this is a crazy busy busy week yeah it's great it'll be a fun weekend it's great to have you
0: back and we're so excited it's gonna be a fantastic weekend i know thank you so much for showing up
1: thank you for having me I appreciate it
0: thanks so that's gonna do it for our show you can find us on twitter at facebook and facebook at okie geek podcast our theme music was produced by monument studios you can find me on twitter at kosu michael c And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Well, please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify and Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Tanya McCoy, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.